Blog Talk Radio. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. You know my other side. I can no longer
Browse our site and follow our link to all of our other affiliate sites and blogs. Also, we now have a a page on Facebook called A Word from God. Please click the like button to show us that you do like our page. And you can email us now at a word from God 3 at AOL.com. Again, our email address is a word from God 3 at AOL.com. Uh, check out our ad costs and our advertisement page on our website. If you would like to have your church event or business announced on the air, or if you're uh, a musical artist and would like to have your CD played on a word from God, please go to our website for instructions on our advertising costs or email me at a word from God 3 at AOL.com. Well, I'm proud to announce that starting on tomorrow, March 21st, 2011, we will be on the air four days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m., and and Sunday nights at 7.30, all at Central Standard Time. Now, our Wednesday morning show will be a show devoted to businesses, and I will have business owners on the show who I will interview and I will showcase their business on that day. So listeners from all over the world will hear about your business. So if you are a business owner and this is something you would be interested in, please go to our website, awordfromgod.webs.com, and then go to our ads and advertising cost page. All of the pricing information that you will need can be found there. Also, I want to let you know that I have uh, two new CDs. One is called Secrets. Secrets, it sells for $15 for a two-disc set. And Secrets is to help bring healing to the wounded heart that has hidden secrets that you have buried deep within you but you're afraid to let go of and to let out. And my other CD is called I Give Myself Away. That's the message that I spoke uh, on the other, um, last Sunday night. This CD sells for $10. In this message, the question is, is there just something, is is I give myself away, is there just something that you say, or do you truly give like Christ gave? And also, um, uh, I have a new CD. CD series coming out in April called The End of Times. And in this CD and in this series, I'll be teaching on the rapture, the Bema Seat Judgment, the marriage of the Lamb, the Great Tribulation uh, about the Antichrist, the false prophet, the beast. I'll be sharing all of the end time things that are going to take place because we know that Jesus is soon to come back and take his church out of here so that the devastation that the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel, we'll be talking about the 70th week of Daniel. We'll be talking about um, Matthew, and we'll be talking about First and Second Thessalonians. So we're going to be sharing a lot. This is going to be a great CD, and I want you to be able to buy this CD because it's going to be so many great things that you need to hear about and know about before the rapture. And for those that are left behind, they need to know how to take care of themselves after the rapture. 
So look forward to that new series coming out called The End of Times. And then I'm going to ask you to please visit Lady Be Lovely Fashion's website. At Lady Be Lovely, we carry women's church suits, hats, business suits, ushers, choir uniforms, jewelry, cologne, and very other uh, various other merchandise, and we carry all of this at affordable pricing. So Lady Be Lovely Fashions website is ladybelovelyfashions.web.com. Well, it brings me great joy this evening to introduce our guest speaker for the evening. He's a wonderful young man that uh, goes to the church that I go to, which is Dayspring Family Church in Irving, Texas, where our shepherds are Bishop Kevin and Pastor Sonia Dickerson. And just to tell you a little bit about Elder Anthony J. Butler, uh, he is an elder and a chief adjunct at Dayspring Family Church, where he serves faithfully up under the pastoral leadership of Bishop Kevin and Pastor Sonia Dickerson. He is the husband of one wife, Sister Tina Butler, and the father of three lovely daughters, Heaven, who is eight, Christian, who is seven, and Yasmin, who is 19. Elder Butler has earned a Bachelor of Theological Studies degree from Vision International University and is currently pursuing his degree in Communication Technology from the University of Phoenix. Elder Butler is the leader of the Men of Valor's men's ministry at the Dayspring Family Church and has a strong passion for men to assume their rightful place as the priest of their homes. His approach towards ministry is to provide a biblically sound, relevant, and practical word that impacts lives and demands decisions. Elder Butler lives by the motto, with God there is no such thing as coincidence, only providence. So, Elder Butler, I want to say welcome and thank you for being on A Word from God this evening. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. I'm truly humbled for this experience and this invitation, so thank you. Thank you again for having me. Praise God. You're such an intricate part at our at our at our church there and I just love you and your wife. You two are just such a blessing. I see you working so diligently up under our bishop and our pastor. And I I I've listened to your ministry, I've watched your life, I've watched your walk and you truly are a dedicated, a humble and an anointed man of God as well as your wife, Sister Tina. But Larry, I have a question for you tonight, sir. How long have you yes, been in the ministry? I've been in the ministry since uh, approximately 2006. I accepted my call at 2006. Interesting story. When I was about 15, mm-hmm. um, I grew up in a Methodist church. Okay. And uh, we invited a Pentecostal preacher into a Methodist service. So wow. That was unique. So um, he called me out of the crowd and told me and prophesied to me that I would um, be used by God to bring many to know Christ. And, you know, I kind of blew him off because I really wasn't, you know, checking for for church back then. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, he spoke that in my life and I ran from it. I tried to do every damnable thing I could do when hey. I was coming up just to, to run from it. But when I was um, about 23, 24 years old, 
um, the Lord um, got me in my my prayer time because um, I I kept a form of godliness, but mm-hmm. he caught me when I was praying, and he told me that I could not run from him any longer, and I I submitted to his will for my life. So I accepted mm-hmm. my call, and um, that was about 2003, 2004, I'm thinking, wow. where I'm 23, 24, Great. and I'm 30 now, so I've been, I've been in ministry for approximately six years. Um, I stayed in the ministry as an associate minister and was called to be a deacon, and I Mm -hmm. faithfully served as a deacon, and the Lord elevated me to the office of elder when I was 28. So I've been an elder for two years now. Praise God. Now, uh, you do have a wonderful, beautiful wife by the name of Sister Tina Butler. Absolutely. And how long have you two been married? We will be married 10 years this August 4th. Wow. It'll be 10 years in August. Wow. And and I quoted earlier that you do have three daughters. You want to tell us a little bit about Heaven, Christian, and Jasmine? Yes, I have three daughters. I'm the only man in the house, so pray for me. <laughs> and the um, my, my youngest daughter is Christian. She's seven, mm-hmm. and she's the princess. She's the girly girl, you know, likes to <laughs> hug and cupcakes and that's Christian. She's a, a joy to have. She's involved in cheerleading and um, ballet. Um, so she does all of the girly things. Then my okay. little child, who is Heaven, she's eight. She's the tomboy. Okay. And she plays the basketball, the karate, and, you know, she just loves anything that's going to make her sweat. Wow. <laughs> and my oldest daughter who's a new addition to the family we adopted last year is Yasmin, and she's a freshman at the University of North Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, she enjoys dance, and she's um, in the top 20% of her class, student mm-hmm. government, mm-hmm. dean's list. So I have I have pretty good reasons to remain a proud daddy. I understand. I understand so much. Now, how long have you um, been at Dayspring serving up under Bishop Kevin and Pastor Sonia? I've been in Dayspring for 10 years. I I started attending in 2001. It was my my wife's church, Mm -hmm. and I I just joined her church when we got married. And, you know, I was just a a bench member. I didn't really want to active, remember, because I was on the run, and um, Bishop Dickerson, being the visionary that he is, saw yeah. something, and he pulled me into his office and asked, could I serve as his adjutant um, and and be his armor bearer? Yeah. So before I was before I was a preacher, I was a servant. I was, I was just carrying his Bible, learning how he loved his wife and his family, Amen. and a lot of it stuck. So I, I count it a privilege to know them. They're very beautiful people. Amen, amen. They are an awesome couple. We had them on the uh, broadcast about maybe about uh, maybe about four weeks ago, and uh, we were just so honored to have our bishop and our pastor to come on. And uh, I can truly attest to everything that you're saying. They're an awesome and a wonderful couple. And if anybody awesome. out there is looking for a church home, Day Spring Family Church, Irving, Texas, is the place to be. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, I just wanted the um the audience to know tonight that I guess it was I guess probably
started back in January, and uh, I heard you speak a message called the potency of praise. And in that message, you just set the church on fire, and it gave me a new outlook on praise. And I just wanted the the body of Christ all over the world, whoever God is causing to listen live or whoever God is going to use to uh, listen on demand or through the archive listening, I, I just feel it's a message for the whole body of Christ. And like I said, it, it set the church on fire that Sunday that you ministered it. And it's caused me to even dig deeper into uh, praise. Because I believe, brother, with praise, that nobody has to lead me in praise. But if I love God with all my heart, that when I get to the church doors, I am already on fire. I'm all ready to praise him. I'm all ready to do my part because I've already spent time with him in my prayer room. I've spent time with him. I've praised him. I've been praising him all week. So when I get to church, I'm like, wow, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. Right. And I shouldn't, we should never have to overwork our praise and our worship leaders or overwork our pastors when they get up. It makes it so much easier for them. And so right. I just wanted them tonight, I wanted to uh, have you to share that message again tonight. I believe it's going to be a uh, message that's going to bring a lot, a breakthrough a breakthrough to a lot of people in the area of praise and worship. And I also want um, the listening audience to know that I'm going to give Elder Butler a time uh, to finish the message because it is such an anointed and it's such a powerful message. And I'm going to ask you that that you will wait until he finishes, and then uh, I will open up the phone lines after he finishes that if anyone wants to call in, if you want to ask questions or whatever, but I'm going to ask tonight that you will wait until the man of God is finished with the message and then that you will call in. But before um, Elder Butler comes, I'm going to uh, play a, a musical selection, and uh, once our selection is over with, um, then I will allow... Uh, Elder Butler to just go ahead on and share what uh, God has given him. And now I'm going to uh, play the musical selection since we're in an attitude of praise and we're going to be speaking about the potency of praise. Tonight most of our music is also going to be on praise and we are going to right now hear the Anthem of Praise by Richard Smallwood.
the name of Jesus. Is he worthy? Is he worthy? All right, come on. Jehaziel, 
the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, and the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Hmm. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Hmm. Tomorrow... Go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Mm. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Verse 18 says, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Gohathites and the children of the Korites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And they and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army, mm-hmm. and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And verse 22 and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against mm. the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. And I would like to use, again, for a thought on this evening, the title, The Potency of Praise. Mm-hmm. And a quick word of prayer. Father God, have your way in this time with this broadcast. Touch mm. and deliver. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, There are many times in our lives when we are faced with attacks of the enemy And it seems like the enemy is coming at us from every angle Be it in our homes, in our finances, and on our jobs And even in our health The enemy tries to use these trials, these tactics, Mm -hmm. these troubles And these persecutions to get us to question whether or not we can make it out with the victory. And what I've realized is that the enemy never gives us a heads up. He Hmm. always puts the trial in an inopportune time. He doesn't ever put a trial on our agenda. He doesn't call and see if trouble will fit into our schedule. You know, he doesn't even care if we have time to deal with the persecution. He just brings persecution and he brings it suddenly. And it, it begs the question, you know, why does he bring persecution suddenly? Mm-hmm. And the reason is because he is trying to catch us off guard. And that is what is going to bring us to our text. We have here King Jehoshaphat, who is the king of Judah, receiving some very bad news. The bad news that he receives is that he hears that not just one of his enemies nor two of his enemies, but all of his enemies have clicked up together to go to battle against him. Hmm. Now, just try to wrap your mind around that. Everyone who hates your guts, 
<laughs> everyone who wants to see you fail, everyone who wants for you to do anything but succeed, everyone who wants to kill you, all coming together to fight against you. And it's not necessarily because they like each other. They just hate you so much that they would rather be together to all <laughs> kill you. Mm. And this is what Jehoshaphat, was up against, and quite naturally, like any one of us, Jehoshaphat became afraid. But Jehoshaphat was afraid, but what he did next was something very important. And if we look at verse 3, it says, And Jehoshaphat feared, okay, mm. he's scared, and he set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a, flat, a fast throughout all Judah. Mm-hmm. So in order to grasp the importance of the move that Jehoshaphat just made, you have to know a little bit about King Jehoshaphat. So we have to back up a little bit and know that King Jehoshaphat was a godly king. Mm -hmm. He cleansed the land of all forms of idolatry and taught people the law of God. So he was a man of faith in God and understood the importance of prayer and of praise. Prayer and praise were important and they were important a very important part of King Jehoshaphat's lifestyle. It just wasn't something that he did randomly. It was a part of his lifestyle, kind of like a fire drill. When we were in school, they used to have us, you know, hearing the bell, running outside, standing for two minutes, and then coming back inside. And we would have to treat it like it was a real fire emergency. And we did this over and over until it became second nature. So when the news of this great emergency came to King Jehoshaphat, he knew exactly what it what to do because it was second nature to him. He was a man of God, so he knew that he had to set himself or put himself into position to seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. In other words, he began to pray and fast and ask the Lord for help. He knew that this would work based off of his own experience. If you go to Second Chronicles 18, a couple chapters back, Jehoshaphat and Ahab, king of Israel, went into war with the king of Syria. And Jehoshaphat found himself suddenly surrounded by the enemy, much like this situation he was in now. Yeah. And if you read Second Chronicles 18, verse 31, it says that he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord helped him. Mm-hmm. By doing this, Jehoshaphat began to tap into the potency of praise. Now, I understand, you know, praise, you understand what praise is, but what is potent praise? Well, look at the word potent. The the word potent potency is the state or quality of being powerful or is the capacity to become or develop power. Mm-hmm. So your praise has the the capacity to become powerful. It has the capacity to develop power. How is prayer and fasting entering into praise? Well, to answer that question, you have to look at the different ways that we praise God. Now, the first form of praise is yada. Yada is to worship with your hands extended and absolute surrender to God. Hmm. Now, Jehoshaphat entered into yada when he heard that there were people joining together to kill him, and he automatically realized that he is impotent and powerless to do anything about it. He has no power, mm-hmm. he has no plan, and he has no partners. Mm. So he surrenders completely to the Lord God omnipotent, the Lord God with all power. 
he sur- his surrender moved him from a state of impotence into the hand of omnipotence. Hallelujah. And and I use for the example uh, uh, my little cousin when he wants to get out of his playpen and he sees someone that's outside of the playpen moving freely, he puts his hands up so that Mm. someone can lift him up from where he is because Mm. he realizes that he can't get himself out. Jehoshaphat was surrendering to God's power to help him out, so he surrendered. He entered into Yada. He threw his hands up in absolute surrender to the Lord. Hallelujah. But Jehoshaphat did not stop there. He continues to praise the Lord in another way. Mm-hmm. The way that he continues to praise is in halal. And halal is to boast in the Lord. When we're going through something, when we're going through a situation, what do we do? You know, quite naturally, a lot of us try to figure it out ourselves, mm-hmm. and we try to rely on our own intellect. We even try to rely on our own resources. Mm-hmm. We try to depend on our skills and our abilities. But what Jehoshaphat did is he began to boast in the power and the ability of the Lord. If you look at verses 6 through 12, he starts out, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? He was boasting in the sovereignty of God. He knew full well that the Lord God was the Lord over all the kingdoms of the heathen, but he was boasting in the sovereignty of God. He ends that prayer with, O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. He was boasting in the protection and wisdom of God. He was boasting in the midst of our situations, we need to get a halal praise on our lips. Lord, my health is failing, but art thou not Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God who healeth thee? Mm. You know, Lord, I can't rub two red nickels together and my rent is due tomorrow. (laughs) Actually, it's past due. Mm. But you said in your word that you will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. We Mm. need to boast in what the Lord said. We need to hold fast to what the Lord has said, who he is. Now, Jehoshaphat is in halal praise. He's reminding himself of who the Lord is. He's boasting in the Lord and in the Lord's strength and sovereignty and power and protection and wisdom. And while he is boasting in the Lord, he can't help but to become more and more confident in the Lord. So as his confidence grows in the Lord, he begins to enter into yet another realm of praise, and that is Toda. Now, Toda is to give worship by the extension of the hand in adoration. Mm-hmm. At first, we were speaking about the extensions of the hands in absolute surrender. Now, we're extending our hands in adoration. So, we're extending our hands in adoration or agreeing with what has been or will be done. This word is commonly found in connection with sacrifice, applying the giving of thanks or praise as a sacrifice before reception of the manifestation. Now, mm-hmm. we have to pause there because a lot of people are quick to praise after the manifestation. But if you want to be a Toda praiser, you have to sacrifice praise before you receive the manifestation. So here we have King Jehoshaphat thanking God for something that he didn't even have in the natural. He was already agreeing with 
with God's word. He was agreeing that his word was true, and he had faith in that word. Mm. You know, this form of praise goes in operation just because God's word is true. Father, I thank you because your word is true is an example of total praise. Imagine Jehoshaphat, the the king with several enemies surrounding him to come kill him, giving God a halal praise, and as he's doing so, his hands begin to raise in agreement even before the Lord speaks in answer to his situation. The, the kings are still around him. He's still in his predicament. He's still waiting on the Lord. But as he begins to boast in the Lord, his hands begin to raise and agree with what he's boasting. The lifting of the hand symbolizes agreement, and especially the right hand. The right hand symbolizes my covenant with the Father. When people, when people conduct business, and you're a businesswoman, when people conduct business, when they seal the deal, they extend their right hand and they shake on it. Mm-hmm. It symbolizes an agreement. It symbolizes a covenant over that arrangement, over that business deal. In the scriptures, God is seen extending his right hand toward us. That's the covenant that he extends us. When he extends his right hand to me, he's saying, this is all that I am, and it is yours. All that I am is yours. And when I extend my right hand to him, I'm saying, Father, all that I am is yours, and I agree with what you're saying. So it is a sacrifice that God honors by the performing of his miracles. So when we enter into Todah and we agree with what the Lord says, he begins to perform miracles on our behalf. The attitude of Todah, when we're in Todah, the attitude that we must possess is, I am thanking God. I am agreeing with what God is and what he says. I don't care what it looks like. I'm agreeing with what his word says. So I'm sick by the doctor's report, but, Father, I thank you that I'm healed. I thank you that I'm the head and not the tail. I thank you that I'm above only and not beneath. I thank you for everything that your word said that I can have. I agree with it. So I lift my hands in agreement. Now, Jehoshaphat was in the right position to receive the prophecy. So he had to put himself into position to receive a word from God. Mm-hmm. His praise placed him into position. Now, position always precedes prophecy. You have to always be in the right position to be able to receive the prophecy. Now, go back to the book of Genesis. It says in Genesis chapter 2, verses 5b through 6, it says, For the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Mm -hmm. That means man was out of position. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Mm -hmm. Now, the the application of that scripture is God wants to rain in your life, but he can only give us a sustaining mist because we are not in a position to receive the rain that he has for us. Mm -hmm. we're we're like that man. We're not in a position to till the ground. And in order for rain to be nourishment to the ground, the ground has to be plowed up. Right. Any any agricultural-minded person will understand that before you plant anything, before you water it, you have to break the soil up so that it can be received by the ground. Well, the thing is, a lot of us aren't in the position to receive the word. 
and we're becoming satisfied with the mist that God has that's sustaining us. You know, that thing that's just getting us by when he wants to absolutely downpour in our lives. Amen. So the 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 reason why is because we haven't placed ourselves in a position. And you said it earlier that praise is important and and praise is something that we 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 always have to do and and we always have to plow up the ground and set an atmosphere and praise does that. That's why it's so important for us to pray and praise before we go forth in any type of ministry. Yeah. We're trying to set the atmosphere. We're trying to plow the ground. We're trying to get into the proper position so that the Lord can reign Amen. in that particular service, so Amen. that the Lord can reign and have his way in that particular place. So Jehoshaphat, after all of this praise, put himself in position to hear from the Lord and when he got in a position, the Lord spoke. And in verse 14, through Jehaziel, the prophet, he said, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people a lot of people stop right there and they shout and they, they tear the church up. Mm-hmm. And that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But he also gave him specific instructions. From the Lord, he told Jehoshaphat where the enemy would be. He also told Jehoshaphat exactly what to do when he got there. So there was still obedience that was was tied to this word, mm-hmm. spoke a word, but it required the obedience of Jehoshaphat. He told him three things. He told him, "Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord." Mm. The prophecy sent Jehoshaphat into yet another form of praise. And he began to barak the Lord. Barak mm-hmm. is to kneel or to bow or give reverence to God with the intent in your heart that the Lord is king and I yield to him. Amen. When Jehoshaphat realized that the king was in the midst, he did what you are supposed to do in the presence of royalty. He mm-hmm. bowed down. Mm-hmm. He Barak the Lord, he bowed down You know, we sing that beautiful hymn That beautiful song, Consuming Fire Sweet perfume, your awesome presence Fills this room, this is holy ground So the very next stanza of that song Is so come and bow down We bow to a king We are submitting to his rule and his authority When we bow to him, We, we submit We show the Lord that we submit to your will, and we yield to you. This is what happened. When the word of God came, he understood that the presence of God was in the room, and he Mm -hmm. bowed to the king. When the king showed up, the Levites began to shabak the Lord. And Mm -hmm. to shabak means to address in a loud tone, a loud adoration, a shout, to proclaim with a loud voice, to have an unashamed praise, a radical praise, uh, a downright Pentecostal praise, yeah. running around the church, bumping into church mother's praise. You know, mm. it's it's a, a, a radical praise. It's a David praise when Michael was looking at him out the window. Yeah. It's an undignified praise. Yeah. It is it's a praise that doesn't matter what your neighbors think, doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It's a 
praise that is just showing the Lord how much you love him and that you're unashamed to, to show it. They had an attitude of, since we are all here praising God, I might as well give him everything that is in me. Mm-hmm. I'm not holding anything back because I could care less what anybody thinks of me because in reality, I have an audience of one. Mm-hmm. That was their attitude during the Shabbat. Mm-hmm. The next day, they they stopped at Shabbat. They they were giving it their all. They probably praised until they were tired, like mm-hmm. we do at DFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they praised until they were tired And mm. the next day King Jehoshaphat got up early And began to follow the instructions of the Lord So that obedience came immediately They praised till they were tired And then he obeyed He obeyed Obedience is always tied to something That the Lord demands You have to obey the Lord So he encouraged the people And then he got his last two types of praises together he got his Tahila prayers, praises, mm-hmm. and his Zamar praises. Mm-hmm. Tahila is to sing spontaneous new songs, songs directly to God from a melody in your heart without music. Hallelujah. So, so I used to I used to wonder all the time. My grandmother is a, a saint of God who's graduated to her heavenly reward, and mm-hmm. she used to be around the house mm-hmm. doing dishes, singing. Songs that I really even could, couldn't even understand. Mm. I never heard it on the radio. It wasn't the Clark sisters. I don't know <laughs> who did it. But she would be singing to God as the as the dishwasher and the and the and the washing machine was chugga chugga chugga. She would be singing, <laughs> and I didn't know what she was doing. But she had a tahila praise. Hallelujah. She had a spontaneous song Hallelujah. in her heart, and she was mm. singing directly to God. Without music mm. So he got his Tahila praisers His spontaneous singers Together He also got his Zamar praisers mm. And Zamar is to sing with instruments yeah. To make music Accompanied by the voice To praise yeah. with the instruments You know the song that that You know just got us started You know praise mm. him with the psaltery and harp You yeah. know on the high sand and cymbals yeah. With the stringed instruments that is the Zamar praise to celebrate mm-hmm. in song and in music. So he got the he got the Tahila and the Zamar together and formed a, a choir and a band and placed them in front of the army and instructs them to sing to the beauty of God's holiness mm-hmm. and say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Yeah. Now they're going out to confront a group of enemies that have all clicked up together to yeah. kill King Jehoshaphat. King Jehoshaphat does not call his blacksmith and get all the sharp swords in the kingdom. No, he gets all of the singers. He wants the tenors, the altos, and the sopranos. Mm. He wants the brother with the, the Hammond B3 and the guitar <laughs> and the bass and the drums. And he wants to get all of them together and sits them in front mm. of them and say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Mm. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And I shared this before. My brother is a Marine. Yes. He is simplified until the day he dies. <laughs> he 
He is a mean, lean, killing machine. And and if I were ever to call him and he were to tell me, you know, um, the general, you know, he wants us to to go sing songs to the Taliban. <laughs> I would think he was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would think he was absolutely lunatic. I would think he was committing suicide. Yes. <laughs> so this is what Jehoshaphat, the king of the army, told them to do, to get together and we're going to sing. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. That's all the lyrics we got. Those are the only lyrics. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. So as they walk, they begin to sing. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. They took some more steps. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And the Bible says when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord began to set ambushments against the enemy. So as they began to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever, the Lord began to set traps for the enemy, Mm -hmm. to cause confusion in the camp of the enemy. As the children of Judah sang about God's mercy, God's mercy was activated. So even though they haven't seen God's mercy yet, they were singing to God's mercy and the beauty of God's holiness, saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. They're going to a fight with no weapons, but with with instruments and singing. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And God activated his mercy on their behalf. God heard the praise from the children of Judah, but he caused the enemy to hear the sound of war. Mm, mm, mm. The enemies heard the sound of war from praise to God and singing about the beauty of God's holiness. And the enemies became afraid and confused and began to fight one another. They began to fight each other. By the time the children of Judah got to where the Lord had instructed them to go, mm-hmm. all they had to do was see the salvation of the Lord, like the prophet Jehaziel said. They didn't have to swing a sword. They didn't have to throw a punch. They didn't have to kick, scratch, bite anybody. All they had to do was look and see the salvation of the Lord. Praise is powerful. Praise is potent. The Bible literally says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Yes, he does. If we ever find ourselves in a situation like, like King Jehoshaphat, and we knew the potency of our praise, it would not be a struggle, it would not be a strain for us to praise God. We have praise weapons, our mouth, our hands, our hearts, when we when we use that in total praise, we are a force to be reckoned with. Mm. We are a force to be reckoned with. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask yes. or think, according to the yes. power that worketh in us. What power? Yes. Well, it's the potent power of praise. praise when we praise the Lord, the Lord comes to where we are. And he tabernacles with us and dwells with us. He comes with all of his power, all of his might, and he stands ready, willing, and able to dispatch ambushments for the enemies that have set up camps against us. 
It may not it may not be an army of enemies. It may just be our mortgage company mm-hmm. saying that they want to foreclose on our home. And I react with praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever and a check arrives in the mail. Amen. We have that type of God that is able to do exceeding abundantly all above we can ask or think. According to that power, when we activate that potent power of praise, God shows up. And when God shows up, the enemy has to flee. There's no way that the enemy can stand the presence of God. Even just think about, you know, secular science. You know, I'm not a a rocket science, but I do remember that mass is a part of every every object. And there's no way that two... Objects with mass can occupy the same space mm. It's not possible There's no way that I can stand In the exact same space that my wife stands mm. It's not possible Because we both have mass mm. Well the enemy cannot stand The presence of God When the presence of God shows up The enemy must flee <laughs> he must flee we have, to reali- we have to really realize The potency of our praise Our praise has the power to place us in the proper position to receive the salvation of the Lord. For Jehoshaphat, the Lord not only wiped out his enemies, he also blessed him financially. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that they had collected the spoils of that war that they didn't have to fight. They didn't have to swing anything. They didn't have to throw a rock. They didn't have to scratch anybody. You know, he collected the spoils of that war for three days. In that Amen. time, the custom was Amen. to bring everything with you to battle. Because you didn't know if you were going to come back Or you didn't know if someone was going to steal your stuff while you were away So they brought all their gold, all their precious jewels Mm. Everything, all their money to battle with them Mm. And the Lord smote the whole company of Jehoshaphat's enemies So all Mm. that was left for Jehoshaphat to do was collect the spoils (laughs) There's a a cliche saying, an old saying To the victor goes the spoils That's That's where this comes from to the victor goes the spoils. So they collected the spoils for three days. Imagine one day you are in fear so much that you you just give it all to God and give him the best praise you can give him. And then the very next day, God blesses you so big that it takes you three days to gather it in. For it, it will blow your mind, but that's that exceeding abundantly above we can all, all we can ask or think because he activated that power that was working within him, that praise. So for you, you know, the salvation of the Lord may be peace in your house. It may be a reconciliation in your marriage. It may be a new job. It may be a new business idea, a new business, a new home. It may be any number of things, but in order to get to where your salvation is, you have to activate the power that works in you. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, surrender to the Lord and activate the power that works in you and just shout with all you have, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Receive the salvation of the Lord and give God praise And if you don't know Christ, take this opportunity now to accept him into your heart as your Lord and Savior. 
Amen. Accept him now. If you've distanced yourself from God, you were walking with God and you turned your back on him and you decided to do it your own way, come home. He stands waiting for you with arms open wide to deliver you in your time of need. Or even if you're just a believer who who just really... Praised when it was convenient, you know, when when the praise and worship teams tell me to lift my hands, I'll lift them. You know, mm-hmm. I love God, but, you know, I'll, I'll just do it. If you would just refocus and understand that your praise is potent, your praise has power, it has the potential or the capacity to become powerful or to develop power, mm-hmm. know that the enemy is trying to silence you, is trying to keep your mouth closed. Because he knows the potency of your praise If we would wrap our mind around it And begin to speak on the praises of the Lord To begin to shabak the Lord To begin to enter into yada Total surrender To halal the Lord To boast in his in His goodness In his glory and his protection To toda To raise our hands in agreement To shabak him To give him tahila and zamar praise When we, when we do that The Lord will do an amazing thing in our lives and bless us in a way that is truly, truly outstanding. Praise, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. What an awesome message. What I took from it is that praise is everything. That Absolutely. if we don't praise God, uh, in the midst of our situation, we're just prolonging the bad effect. But as we begin to praise God, and no matter what the situation that we're going through, when we begin to praise him, God begins to bust down the door Absolutely. and start getting the blessings to us. I was talking with a young lady today at work, and we were talking about that about uh, um, when when we have a need, instead of us begging God or saying, God, why? You know, you said you were going to do it, but you haven't done it yet, blah, 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 blah. But instead of us just getting in there, like you said, quoting that word, beginning to use the different praise forms and just begin to speak to God and start calling those things into our lives through praise and through prayer. You know, so many of us wonder, well, why isn't God hearing our prayer? Or, you know, why aren't things happening in our lives? Because we're not uh, going forth in the right way. We're not going forth with with praise and with with the right type of prayer. We're, we're praying the problem and we're not praying the solution. And then once right. we pray, then we need to just start praising God. Like you were talking about the the Barack praise, and you're talking about just going right. crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is just, I mean, it is so simple. It is so simple if we would just follow the, the, the formula that God has put forth in front of us. You know, a lot of people, you know, we, we do bow mm-hmm. when we're in, we're in um, pressure. We, mm-hmm. we bow. A lot of us bow to the pressure, yes. and a lot of us um, sometimes we we allow the pressure, the situation, the circumstance to block our view of God. 
Um, yeah. King Jehoshaphat did not do that. He was much like the three Hebrew boys. Mm-hmm. And when they told the king that they would not bow, yeah. they they were saying that they're not bowing to this situation. And you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And in our situation, sometimes the Lord may not answer us right away like he did Jehoshaphat. Yeah. It may be a Daniel situation that took mm-hmm. 21 days to 21 get 21 days, but, right. But he, but he heard him. And Daniel stood firm on the word, and and he received the prophecy from God after he obeyed. So with that form of praise, that is you saying, look, God, I completely have complete faith. I worship you in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. I, I have faith, which is the evidence of things hoped for and the substance of things the substance of things not seen evidence mm-hmm. and, and this is this is something that I can fully feel I can I can stand on it but even if you don't deliver me you've yeah. already done enough when you say right. right when you died on that cross for me you've done enough so yeah. you could allow these enemies to take me out but I know to live is Christ and to die is gain die so is gain. I win even if I lose this battle I win in the long run. Mm-hmm. When we when we think about it like that, we can't help to praise God. Mm-hmm. We can't help but mm-hmm. to because in in the big scheme of things, the enemy still loses. That's right. Because to That's be absent right. from the body is to be present, be present with, the with the Lord. Amen. Amen. And if, if the you... enemy knew what he was doing and giving us a gift like that, he wouldn't try mm-hmm. to take us out. I hear you. <laughs> Even when you were talking about the Tehillah, and you were talking about um, um, how your grandmother used to just sing. No music. She was just singing. And I realized that in my time of praise, when I'm just, I mean, engulfed in God's praise, just praising him, he begins to give me songs. You know, not regular songs that we sing in our church or, or things that we grew up with, such as the hymns. But, I mean, it just comes from deep within. Like I said, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. I mean, he Mm -hmm. may give you, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, and you just continue to just sing that. And then he'll add something else to it. And he actually gives you a new song. Absolutely. The scripture talks about songs and spiritual songs. And these spiritual songs are the ones that God gives us during our time of praise and worship with him. Mm-hmm. And we walk around, and, and sometimes I find myself just walking around my house, just singing and praising the Lord. You know, God, you are good. God, you are awesome, and I love you, Lord, and I praise you, Father. And and it's just, and, and then it'll just go over and over. God, you are good, and I love you, and I praise you, and you are awesome. You know, it's just Absolutely. like that. It's just like that. It's spontaneous. It's spontaneous. And when you're yes, spending, you don't need any music. You don't need anything. And you just uh, I'm telling you, my grandmother be washing the dishes. If the yes. fork clinked against the glass, she starts yes. singing. Yes. You know, it's 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 something that I can't do. <laughs> you know, I make a joyful noise. But, but um, you know, that's cool though because. Absolutely. That's what so God I, has given you. Know, you know, for the for the for the benefit of the of the congregation, I don't ever get on the microphone and make my joyful noises. <laughs> you know, I don't want to clear out the sanctuary. I, but um, <laughs> but I'm in the shower. You would think that I'm a pop star. You know, I am singing to the Lord. I am giving the Lord my praise. And 
something that the Lord just, he just uses you. You are a vessel of his. And, you know, he's the potter. You're the clay. You know, he can mold you and shape you into whatever he needs to be. If he wants to pull a song out of you, a spontaneous new song, he'll do it. He'll do it. And if you'll do it he, in faith, if you'll speak it absolutely. out. Absolutely. If faith. you will submit to him yes. and say, and, and you know what we were talking about with the, with the, um, um, the, the yada, and we yes. absolutely surrender to him, yes. then when he wants to use you in this way, it's not a resistance. It's not a struggle. You know yes. how how dare we, as the clay, tell the tell the potter how to mold us? Yes, yes. That is how so how dare we? Now I want to be shaped right like this. I want to yes. be shaped like the bishop. I want to be yes. shaped like the evangelist. You know, yes. no. I, I I want you to do this. You surrender to yes. me. You we surrender. have to be shaped. And once you the... su- go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead. No, I no, we have to ahead. be shaped how the spirit of the Lord wants to shape us because we're each unique individuals. Right. And we he knows exactly what he needs us to be shaped like. We don't yes. know. We have no idea. Yes. Yes. We have no we idea. Don't. He needs us to be shaped like this for a yes. God-given purpose, but we don't understand it. Hallelujah. And so until we surrender to his will and surrender to his way, then you know, we will never fully realize the glory that he mm-hmm. wants to receive through us. Amen. Because Amen. we'll be trying to do our own thing. And that which we will receive from him. You know, so many times we get uh caught up in doing things a certain way and we want the blessings of God on our lives. But if we will take time to just stop and say, like you were saying, you know, Father, you're the potter, I'm the clay. And if we stop and allow God to really form us and shape us the way he wants, the blessings that will come in that. Because, yes, I I may look at the bishop's life, I may look at the pastor's life, I may look at your life, and I'm like, wow, you know, I want what Elder Butler has. But nobody right. knows what Elder Butler had to go through. Don't know through. what the cost, right? Absolutely. <laughs> to get the blessing that he got, you know, they see the finished product. They see the product that God is using now, but they didn't see all the stuff that you had to go through. All right. They see the glory, but they don't know the story. Yeah. And yes. and they get they get caught up in the glory, and you know, most of the things that most people have went through, you probably won't even survive. Yes. So, yes. so what you do you're not is built you, for it. right? You you stay in your lane and you mm-hmm. thank God for where you are and thank Amen. God for where He's taking you. Amen. Praise God. That's, but I want to let the um, you know, I want to let the listeners know that the phone lines are open. If you have something that you want to say, uh, so sometimes some of the, my listeners are a little shy and don't want to get on the line. But if you do have something that you want to share with what you've heard on tonight, the phone number is one. Eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. Again, that number is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. Elder Bill, I'm telling you, this is such an awesome, awesome message. And and you were saying something a little bit earlier about being positioned for the prophecy, and. So many people are looking for God to do something 
for them, and they may have received a prophetic word, but they mm-hmm. still have not gotten into a place where God can bring forth that prophecy in their lives. Can you expound a little bit more on how they could possibly get themselves positioned to receive everything that God has for them? Well, yes, um, you're absolutely right. A lot of people have um, already heard the word that God wanted them to hear. Yes. But since their heart wasn't wasn't acceptable or in the right shape, in the right condition to receive the word, that mm-hmm. word couldn't penetrate into that heart. It was that stony ground. Mm-hmm. And 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 oftentimes it it causes, you know, church people, you know, people who are full of faith and and just wavering a little bit to become yeah. frustrated when they're sitting under rhema word. Yeah. You can be receiving a rhema word direct from God to, you know, tailor fit your situation. Mm-hmm. But if you're not in a position to receive in faith, mm-hmm. that that require that faith word is big a lot of times because it it causes people to have to look past what they're in mm-hmm. to what God is saying. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't see your situations through the eyes of faith, mm-hmm. that mountain looks really big. But you forget the fact that if you have the faith the size of the grain of the mustard seed, that you can tell that mountain to move and cast Amen. itself into the sea. Amen. Amen. So when 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 faith comes along and 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 your heart is is tender and it's soft concerning the word of God, the Lord can speak to you and that mm-hmm. thing can take root in your heart and then it can pr- yeah. begin to take uh, produce fruit that is beneficial for your life. Now, you will be benefited, but God will be glorified through whatever word he speaks to you if you yeah. let it take root, if you let it capture you. If you surrender to his word, surrender to his will, and, and just move forth in faith. Yes, God. And and if, you, if you're not willing to do that, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're having all this good word fall on you, and it's kind of like, you know, I used to play football, and the football stadium that we, we played on was a little, um, it was a grass-like, I think it was fake grass, but it was a, a little <laughs> dome, and... And what what was strange, I was a quarterback. What was strange is when we were in the middle of the field and I was trying to throw to the sideline, I had to throw kind of at their knees because the field was shaped like a little dome. Mm-hmm. It was designed that way because when it rained, they wanted the rain to roll off and not saturate the middle of the field and make it so it won't be playable. When you don't fully have faith in God's word, your your heart is like that that dome-shaped field. Mm-hmm. The word of God is raining on you, but it's rolling off and has no way to saturate your heart because your heart is not ready to receive it. It's not designed yeah. to receive it. Yeah. But but when you're open to God's word, open to his will, that word can saturate your heart and do amazing things for your life. And mm-hmm. And you can receive the prophecy of God and you can discern whether or not it's God or a seducing spirit. You you can do that when you're open to the Amen. to the will of God. Amen. So you're saying through praise, prayer, and faith, if we do those three things, that we can open ourselves up 
that we can position ourselves to receive everything that we need from God. Yeah, I mean, praisers don't have to be told to praise. Yes. You know, they don't have to be pumped. They don't have to be primed. Um, What is it, Shekinah Glory Ministries? Praise is what I do when I want to get close to you. I lift my hands and praise. When I want to get close to God, I praise. Not because they hit the right key on the Hammond or they sung the right song in the praise and worship team. That's not why I praise. I right. praise when I want to commune with God, when I need something from God, when I want to hear from him. And right. and, and that's a daily thing because right. I have this God spot that's in me that needs to be filled daily. Right. You know, I, I, I pull a Luke 9, I crucify my flesh and die Amen. daily. I take up my Amen. cross daily because Amen. it's something that I need to sustain me. So Amen. I praise him. Praise is part of worship. Mm-hmm. It's part of worship. Anybody can make a loud noise, but I pray so that God can get close to me when I'm in his presence. I bow and I lay on my face and I hear what he has for me, just get, for me. Amen. You get intimate with him so that right. you, so that he can begin to speak to your heart the different things the that he has. Yes. Yes, ma'am. That's the positioning. And and once you get to the position where, you know, praise is coming to the saints, it makes us look right. real good to God. Right. And and when we begin to praise him, he shows up. And when he shows up, we're in the right position. We're, we're bowing in his presence. We're hearing from him. We're singing new songs to him. We're, mm-hmm. we're just loving on him. And, and he's speaking mm-hmm. to us, and we're speaking to him, and it's a conversation. A lot of people, when they get into a desperate situation, they just put up an SOS. Yes. And, it's a and one, it's it. not even a one-on-one conversation. It's it's. Right. Uh, it's a, just a conversation. We're yelling at God. God, you said you're going to do it. And you're not doing it. What's going on? We need you to help right. us right now. And then we. It's like a text message. You know, you yes. can't hear anybody talk back on a text message. Yes. But if yes. I pick up the phone and I call you, it's going to yes. be a dialogue. Yes. You know, and the Lord. The Lord is not a high priest that can't sympathize with our infirmities. With, with our he listens and he hears. Yeah. But he also talks and he responds to us. Yes. If we're in position to hear him. Yes, and a lot of times people don't realize that all you have to do is just sit and listen. And God will speak. When I have my times in prayer and and I've I've uh put my petition before him or I've gone before him with just prayer and praise and just worship like you were saying, getting intimate and, and, and setting myself in position, God always I keep a notebook and a pencil or pen close by me when I'm in, you know, during that time. And God will begin to speak things to my heart. And I just automatically begin to write down what the Spirit of the Lord is saying because God will tell you blow by blow uh, what he's going to do in your life. And 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 this is something that what 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 I'm doing right now is something that God gave me in my time of prayer and praise with him. He told me that he was beginning to elevate me. And he spoke some other things to me. And that was way before I even um, uh, had this talk show. Mm-hmm. But God began to speak things to me. And like you are saying, I began to position myself to receive the promise of what God had for me. And it's just that simple. That if what? you just get before for him, like you said, we don't need cheerleaders. Um, we 
actually probably the only people that actually would need someone to cheer them on to praise are 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 the babes in Christ who don't quite understand praise and worship. Absolutely. Are those that don't know the Lord, you know. Well, they they don't know anything about uh, intimacy or worship with God. They can praise mm-hmm. Him, but they don't know how to really in, envelop get get developed into the worship side of it. Right. But those of us that know Him, that have set a t- uh, set aside time that we can praise and worship God on a daily basis. It we ought to be doing so much jumping and shouting and praising God and dancing before Him and 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 like I said, not wait till they hit a note on the Hammond, right? But start jumping and shouting as soon as we walk in the doors. We should be full of praise. So that when the praise and worship team, when we hear the word, you know, when we start off with the word of God and we start off with prayer, we should be so fired up that but by the time the praise and worship team gets up there, uh, they don't even have to do anything. Because Absolutely. the church is already enveloped in praise, and it was like we what heard I the apostles I, say. I mentor, I mentor yeah. a lot of young um, Christians that are new to the faith, and yeah. I challenge their worldview. Um, yeah. You know, we we need to have a biblical worldview. We need to understand that you know we kind of see the glass through a foggy glass, yeah. and and until Christ comes and and clears that fog off our eyes. We're, we're, we're really lost, and oh. they may not be able to articulate a Shabbat unto the Lord, a crazy, yeah. exuberant, yeah. unashamed yeah. praise yet, yeah. but you can toda, you can yada, you can surrender by lifting up your hands. That's, That's the least right. you can do. That's you know, right. you can, you know, you can you can bow. You yeah. can barack the Lord. You can do that. You, you yeah. can absolutely do that. So don't limit yourself into the charismatic form of praise so that that's how I got to do and and, and scare yourself off if you're a babe in Christ and scare yourself away from praise because there's several forms of praise and God is glorified through them all. Jehoshaphat saw that his need, because his worldview was so biblical, he saw that his need was great, so he went through every form of praise, every form. And, And the thing is, if you want God's attention that much, that you go through every form of praise, mm-hmm. you're doing something. You're, you're shaking up something in the heavenlies. And, and and Jehoshaphat saw that his need was that urgent. And so mm-hmm. one form of praise led into another and led into another and led into another, and God spoke to him the same day that he started praising him. Praise so it's 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 something God is God is amazing at. He'll give you a quick answer, but then he'll He'll delay. He won't necessarily deny you, but he'll delay for a purpose to get maximum glory out of the situation. Praise God. So it's 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 great when the church is is raptured up in praise and Amen. and the anointing falls so thick that there can't even be a spoken word. That's right. The kind of glory just falls. It's it's amazing, Amen. but it's also amazing when that when that new believer just lifts their hand. Yeah. And says nothing. But the Lord honors that sacrifice. That's right. That's right. When that light bulb goes off it says, This is what I'm supposed to do. Praise. And and that's what the seasoned saints ought to do. We're supposed to, you know, show them, you know, we're supposed to lead them, be examples for them mm. of praise and worship. So 
I, I have nothing against a praise and worship leader saying lift your hands in the sanctuary right. and right. and and instructing on how to praise because right. instruction is is profitable. Amen. Instruction, but Amen. but those those seasoned saints that's eating the sincere meat of the word yeah. should know yeah. how to praise. Should know what to do in the presence of the Lord. They shouldn't have to be coached. They shouldn't have to be Amen. pumped or primed to Amen. praise the Lord. The Lord that woke them up. You know, mm-hmm. that clothe them in their right mind. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting happy now. I need to I need to simmer down, but you know. <laughs> don't simmer, brother, just go ahead on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be uh uh coaching for that. You Amen. know, if you're if you're seasoned in the word, if you Amen. if you're if you're developed and fully furnished in the word of God, you should know this. You should Amen. know how to praise. And you Amen. should know how to how to how to activate the potency of your praise. Yeah. Yes, yes, amen. Well, we're going to go into another song here, and the phone lines are open, 1-818-475-9229. And um, we're going to go into another song here called Total Praise by Richard Smallwood.
was Total Praise by uh, Richard Smallwood. And um, we were talking tonight about the potency of praise, and it was just such an awesome and wonderful message. And I pray that you take that message to heart on this evening and just go back onto my site and you can listen to it several times so that it will build up your heart on praising God when you're going through certain situations, when you're going through hard times, that you'll know how to praise God through every situation. Hallelujah. We just thank and praise God for that word on tonight. Now, Elder Butler, I had uh, read in your um, bio that you do have a passion for men's ministry. And I know that you are the um, director over uh, the Mighty Men of Valor at the church, at Day Springs Family Church out in Day, out in uh, Urban, Texas. And can you tell us, I believe that the men have a conference coming up soon. If you'd like to share some information on that? I do. Um, our annual men's prayer breakfast is going to be upon us on June 18th. It's going to be the Saturday before Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out there and you would like to send your your husband, your brother, your son, your uncle, your grandpa, any any man that has uh, uh, impact in your life and, and that you want to impact with the Word of God, we come together, we love on each other, we encourage each other in the Word, and we send them back ready to be better servants in the household and, and in the community and their different and multi, um, multiple congregations. It's going to be June 18th, 2011 at the um, – Sheraton Grand Hotel, DFW South, and um, the DFW, not South. Sheraton Grand Hotel, DFW, at 4440 um, West Esther Boulevard. It's, it's going to be an awesome time in the Lord. And if you have any questions, any information that you would need, you can contact the uh, Spring Family Church at 972-399-PRAY, and we can get you information. But um, it's an awesome time in the Word. Um, last year we had Pastor Tim Ross from the Potter's House come and deliver us a word to be able to stand. Um, when we've done all the stand, stand therefore, and it impact our lives. We even have a boys' conference, so send your young boys. We we teach them how to abstain and save themselves because it's easy for us to tell the girls to keep their dresses down, yeah. but we need to also be able to instruct the young boys to keep their pants up. That's right. So That's right. Um, we are we are definitely um, pouring into our young men, and we have a boys' conference, so, so send your boys. It's going to be an awesome time in the Word of God. Praise God. Now, for those that live here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, do you have weekly um, Men of Valor meetings or monthly Men of Valor meetings? Men of Valor meets um, monthly simultaneously with our WINGS ministry, Women in God Service. Um, our meeting this month will be on March the 25th at 7.30 p.m. at Spring Family Church, 618 North Beltline Road, Irving, 75061. Um, we start promptly at 7.30. We don't hold you hostage. Um, <laughs> right now our bishop is um, teaching out of a book called Every Man's Battle, 
It's dealing with the um, sexual temptations that men face and how to um, overcome them with the Word of God. Um, thrilling, thrilling, thrilling series. It's a dialogue, so you get to chop it up a bit with the bishop, and he gives you real talk. And um, it's a time that men can just be men and, and you know, kind of let it all hang out and really sharpen one another. Um, we feed you because we know a, a man's heart is through his stomach, and, and we eat good, and we fellowship good, and we just enjoy the presence of the Lord Praise with the brothers. God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I got it figured out. You feed a brother, and you got <laughs> He'll him. come to church. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Praise God. But the men of valor, we do everything. We We even just get together in fellowship. We'll go bowling. You know, shoot pool with just a, a group Praise of men, you know, who love God. Amen, amen. And it's good to see that amongst brothers, uh, to see a group of men that will just come together and just learn about the things of God. Uh, in so many of our churches, we don't have a large male population. So at Dayspring's, we seem to have a good number of men because we do have a wonderful uh, leadership up under our bishop who has a heart for the men at our church. Absolutely. And it is just such, it's it's amazing to see uh, how the men gather around and how they support our bishop. And my husband even being one of them just really just, Things have changed, you know, in his life because he sat up under the teaching of Bishop Kevin Dickerson, and so I, I, I thank and praise God for for that because it was a blessing in my life. So I would encourage you out there if you are in this area to come to Day Springs Family Church and send your husband on the last Friday night of the month, and you as as the wife come to our WINGS meeting that we also have on that same Friday night. And Pastor Sonia Dickerson is our speaker, and we just learned so many amazing things about being women, about what we were talking about tonight, about praise and prayer. Yes, ma'am. And just all kinds of wonderful things. We we have great leaders who are, uh, they their life is an open book and, it, and it's an example unto us as men and as as women. And on that note, I want to also talk about the women's conference that um the Dayspring's women's conference. It is our Dayspring's Denim and Diamond Women's Conference and Luncheon which will be held at the Gaylord Texan Resort Mother's Day weekend which is May 4th through the 7th. So as the brother was saying, it's in your grandmother, your mama, your sister, your cousin, your auntie, your your play sister, your play mama. Just send her out to the uh, Denim and Diamond Women's Conference and Luncheon. We have, we have an awesome time every year. We have great speakers this year. One of our speakers is going to be uh, Dr. Cheryl Brady from the Potter's House Allen. And we are just looking for powerful things to happen every year, great things, uh, changes take place in the lives of the women every year. Um, Our registration fee for this conference is $99 before April 3rd, 
And then on April 4th, the price does go up to $129. So we're asking you to get in on that $99 special. Also included in the registration, you will receive a fabulous conference bag. Uh, Our pastor, Pastor Sonia, every year blesses us with a beautiful conference bag, and that's included in your $99, as well as your luncheon. There will be different classes that we will have on Friday. Uh, We'll we'll also have vendors there. You can do some wonderful shopping, uh, bring your husband, make it just a great family weekend, the children be treated. You can go out to the Gaylord and the rooms are beautiful. It's a resort spa hotel, and you can go to the spa. You can go to the hot tub. I mean, it's fabulous, and you will enjoy yourself. And also, one of our speakers is our conference host, which is our own pastor, Pastor Sonia Dickerson. And Elder Butler can agree with me. This is an awesome woman of God. She's a preacher. You know, I find machine. myself just sneaking in the back of the women's conference every year. <laughs> Every so I year, get some huh? of that good word. <laughs> She's a Y'all gonna have a good time. She is a singer extraordinaire. When you come and hear and sit up under her ministry, you will totally, totally be blessed. And so we're just asking you, the bishop every year allows us this time uh, to just be a blessing to the women. And we have women coming from all over We're expecting, we're looking to God for about 600 women this year. So we're going to ask you to just go to our website, which is dayspringfamilychurch.org, and you can click on and you'll find out all of the information uh, for the women's conference and probably as well as the information for the men's conference. And uh, there are rooms blocked out at, uh, at the Gaylord Texan Resort, and uh, all you have to do is call the hotel and mention the code word, which is Day Spring. Hallelujah. Well, Elder Butler, I'm going to ask you to say a few last words. We have about 22 minutes left. And first of all, I do want to say thank you once again uh, for coming on and sharing that awesome, awesome word uh, from God. Uh, it has been a pleasure having you on the show, and I pray that uh, one day we can get you back on soon and and uh, come back and share another word from God with us. Again, I'm, I'm humbled by the invitation. I just um, try my best to love God with all my heart and allow him to get the glory out of my life. And um, it's, it's wonderful when um, the Lord does things and allows you to do things that you you don't think you would ever have done before. I never think I would have thought I would be on the radio before. <laughs> and <laughs> and here it is. So I, I thank God yeah. for the opportunity. It's it's Great. it's yeah. been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Great. And like you said, I I didn't think it would go this fast. <laughs> but, well I think um, it, that it's song, a joy. That song that you played, um, Total Praise, um, yeah. by Richard Smallwood at the end of the show it it was so appropriate, yes. and and it was a perfect example, just by the words of that song, about the potency of praise. Yes. If you if you realize what he was doing, he was in a halal form of praise. He was boasting on the Lord. You are the source of my strength. Yes. You are the strength of my life. That's boasting in the Lord. And the very next thing he did was enter into Torah, and I lift my hands. 
and total praise. And then he ended the song with agreeing with the Lord, amen, amen. So that is what the Lord is looking for, a total praise. That that was three forms of praise in, in that little stanza, that little verse of song. And it's something that the Lord gave him, so that was even a Tahila praise and yes. a Zamar praise because it was yes. the music. Yes. So all of that encapsulates what we were speaking about on tonight. It, it's it's just something that praisers do. It's yes. it's not anything long and drawn out. It's just yes. something that comes out of us because we're praisers. Praise God. You know the 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 my grandmother you say was well, he gonna come out. That's right. That's right. So so it's just going to come out of you. So be encouraged when you're going through adversity and you know that you're a praiser, do what praisers do. Praise. Yes, God. Amen. And and you will praise your way through that situation. Praise God. Praise God. I mean, it's an awesome, awesome message on praise. It's something that everyone needs to hear. And by this being on the Internet, I know that this message will go worldwide. Somebody on tonight, um, whether it's on tomorrow or next week that you hear this message, but I just want you to know that God loves you so much and that he brings forth messages that are designed especially for you to meet you right where you are. And whether, although this message might be going on tonight, but you may not hear it till next week, but that's because that's when you need it to hear it. But I want you to know tonight, listeners, that God loves you and that he allowed his only begotten son to die on the cross for your sins and for mine. And that there is nothing that God won't do for you if you will just trust him, if you will believe in him, if you will offer a praise and sacrifice unto him, and if you will pray his word. Um, God is, he, he is just truly awesome. And tonight somebody may not know the Lord. And, and and maybe you've heard all this talk about praise and, and Jehoshaphat going through the battle and, and how the singers praise and, and how they've collected the spoils. But you say, what does all that have to do with me? What it has to do with you is to let you know that you are loved by God. And he has everything about you up under control in his hands. God has not forgotten you. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you're facing. I want you to know that God loves you. And Amen. God cares about you. And the enemy is out to destroy you. The scripture says Satan comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The scripture uh, talks about for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. As I said on last week, uh, Jesus 
died just for you. And he went through so much in his time of dying, the way they treated him, the way they beat him, the way they ripped the beard off of his face, the way they nailed him to the cross, how they dropped the cross in the ground and all of Jesus' bones came out of joint. But Jesus took the time through all of that and all the suffering to forgive. He took the time to make sure that his mother would be taken care of. He took the time to even save a soul. And God right now is giving you a a time right now to turn your life over to him. And so right now I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask you to repeat this prayer after me. It's a simple prayer, and all you're doing is asking Christ to come into your life, to save you of your sins, to forgive you of all the things that you've done wrong. And if you say this prayer with me on tonight, and you mean this prayer, then my brother, my sister, I will, and as well as Elder Butler, we will welcome you into the family of God. And for those of you that are backslidden, I was one time a backslider, but God reclaimed me and brought me back to his side. He never once turned his back on me. He never once left me. He was always there gently prodding, and he's doing the same for you. And I want you to pray this prayer as well. And as I uh, finish uh, that prayer, Elder Butler, I'm just going to have you to pray over the saints of God. Hallelujah. So let us pray for those of you that are not saved and those of you that are backsliders. I'm going to ask you to repeat this prayer after me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you forgive me from all of my sins. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and save me. I'm sorry for the for the sins that I have committed. Now, devil, I renounce you and all of your works and all of the things that you have tried to get me to do. I will no longer follow after your words. And for those of you that are just uh, wanting to be reclaimed, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to come back home. I pray that you will forgive me for all of my sins. I'm sorry, Lord. Father God, I pray that you take me back up under your mighty hands. And Father, teach me, help me, cause me to grow. And, Father God, I will not stray anymore in Jesus' name. Elder Butler. Most gracious and heavenly God, we thank you for this time in your word, for this reminder of the potency of our praise. God, now equip us, God, ready our minds, God, and and strengthen our hands for the work. God, as we go out, into this sin-sick world, God. Let us be a solution, God. Let us be the light and salt that you have called us to be. Let us be prudent, God. Let us be let us be people of prayer, God, people who fast, God, and people who praise. God, let us not forget who you are, God. Let us remind ourselves daily, God, and boast in your power, God. Boast in your patience, God. Boast in your loving kindness, 
God, boasting your protection, God, and even boasting your salvation for us, God, that we will not be separated from you, God, and that we will one day have the opportunity to see you in peace. Amen. Uh, we thank you for this ministry, God, that is allowing the Gospels to reach the four corners of the earth. Yes. God, continue to show your favor on this ministry, on this broadcast, and allow your word to penetrate the heart of yes. men and women, God, knowing that the end of that is salvation, God. Fall on the good grounds of their hearts, God, Amen. so that they can produce fruit and be that will be beneficial for your kingdom, that yes. they will tell somebody else about you. Create ministry opportunities, God, yes. so that your fame will be spread throughout the land. We want to make you famous, God. Yes. Use us how you see fit, God. We offer no resistance. Yes. Have your way in us. Yes. Holy Spirit, fill us again. Saturate yes. us. Overflowing God yes. So that we can leak out onto someone else yes. God let us be Let us be so so visible God And so different from the world God That the world asks What must we do to be saved yes. Have your way in us God Everywhere. Have your way in your church yes. Get the glory out of it Even if it hurts yes. Get the glory In Jesus name we pray Amen. Amen Well I have a couple of callers So hold on just one second Yes, ma'am. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, I just wanted to call in to say uh, thank you for the word tonight. Really enjoyed myself. God bless you. Praise God. And that was it, because I know it's almost over with. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling. Okay, bye-bye. God bless you, bye-bye. And I have one more caller on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to call in because um, I heard um, earlier when you were saying how your callers are a little bit shy. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to say that is so true because it took everything in me to call because I, I was nervous to be on the radio. <laughs> but I did want to let you know that we are out there and we're listening, and you are definitely reaching us. So thank Praise you so much. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, thank you, caller, for calling. We appreciate your call. Thank you. All right, Have a blessed you. night. You too. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. We had a couple of callers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we have like nine minutes left. So anyway, I just, I just thank God and I praise God for all that he's doing. Once again, Elder Butler, thank you so much. I know that you're probably about ready to get to your family now and, uh, tell you know what? I, I've enjoyed myself thoroughly. Praise God. Thoroughly. Praise I've enjoyed God. Myself. Praise God. I was kind of like you called. I was a little nervous. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, it's, but like I said, it's, once it's you start good. talking, it's just like you're just talking. Right. Absolutely. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Amen. So now you know the um, the. I want the men to know, and the the reason why I have such a passion for men's ministry is mm-hmm. because I was doing some research some time back, and and the research um, was interesting to me. It was shocking. You know, when the family, when the children come to the Lord first, mm-hmm. the family has a 10% chance of becoming saved, the whole family, if yeah. the child comes to Christ first. If the wife comes to Christ first, the family has a 36% chance of 
all becoming saved. Praise but if God. the husband, if the man comes to Christ first, it is a 96% chance that the whole wow. family will be saved. Wow. That is astonishing. Astonishing. So so wow. it's it's imperative for the enemy to attack the male because yeah. the the percentage is so high for them to bring the whole family into a relationship with Christ. 96%. Because you know 96% wow. chance of the whole family wow. coming into a relationship with Christ. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. So, so the enemy is the prince of the air. So, yeah. you know, no knock on, on, on this organization because I love it myself, but the NFL comes on Sunday on purpose. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, and the enemy makes sure we compete with something that we love. Right, right, you know, and so right. so he'll put NFL on Sunday and make it the game of the week. Yeah, you know, he's hyping it up all week. The big when game the, when the Lord has a word for us at the church. Amen, amen. You know, so he 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 keeps us he keeps us preoccupied, and our and our worldview is 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 like I was saying, foggy. We can't see through it. Right, and so until we change our worldview. The the men will stay out of position, like we were talking about, and the families will suffer. Mm-hmm. And and once we get men back into position, as as God has given them the spiritual headship, once they get in position, families will come into position, and God will have uh, a revival throughout America, throughout this earth, if men will get in position. Get in the Bible says. If if the those who are called by my name will um, harden not their heart, I will hear from heaven and I'll hear the heal the land. Mm. So they once once we we get our hearts into condition, we will be able to hear what God says to us and He'll heal the land. It's not anything mm. that we'll have to do ourselves. He'll do the work, and all we'll have to do is like Jehoshaphat, set ourselves. Stand still and see the salvation, salvation of, the Lord. of the Lord. Well, praise God, brother. I thank you once again so much. We want to say uh, also thank you to your wife for allowing you the time away from your family on a Sunday yeah, night. She's, she's wonderful. And, and a couple of times while we were speaking, the room got a lot prettier because she walked in. <laughs> she walked and, in. Uh, she's a gorgeous lady. <laughs> right. She's a very gorgeous lady. She is. And she's we're sweet. going to go ahead on, and we have about five minutes left. So we're going to go ahead on and close out. And, like, uh, once again, thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate the word, I appreciate you allowing God to use you in such a mighty way. And I want to say thank you to all of my listeners for tuning in to A Word from God on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio host, evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him, and I will see you next week. Don't forget that starting tomorrow I will have... uh, um, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm starting a 10 o'clock show, Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock a.m., and looking forward to just uh, having you all to listen. Elder Butler, once again, God bless you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you so much. Bless you. Bless Good you. night to everyone, and we will see you and talk with you next week, and we are going to go out with a song called 
Psalms 8. God bless you, uh, Elder. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye.